Hello, welcome to the Canola Watch podcast. My name is Jay Wetter, and this is part two of our insect recap from 2015. And in this one, we talk about cabbage seed pod weevil. With me are... Justine Cornelson with the Canola Council for uh, Southern Alberta grounds. Keith Gobbert, Central Alberta South. And Gregory Zeck with Peach Region of Alberta and British Columbia. All right, so we talked about flea beetles in part one of this podcast. Justine, what's the next big pest for 2015? Next was cabbage seed pod weevil, and they hit middle of June when the crop was extremely stressed. Um, going out in the field and sweeping, you were getting cabbage seed pod weevil, ligus, thrips, flea beetles, diamondback moths, all together in one, and it looked bad because the, the crop was so varied already, and any sort of buds or you know, flowers coming up, they were being targeted. So that kind of got growers on alert, and they were quite concerned about. Well, you described a whole bunch of different pests in the field at once. Um, is it possible then, even if none is at a threshold, that you can combine or look at what's happening, uh, combine damage? And that's I think, what growers were doing. They were seeing all of these together and were panicking. So, okay, yeah, I'm below threshold with an insect individually, but combining them all together it's not looking great. And so I know a majority of acres were sprayed for cabbage seed pod weevil in the south, um, which then hopefully hit a ligus generation as well. Okay. Um, but as for giving an actual number of com- com- or com- combining all those uh, insects, yeah, it's hard to, hard to give a number. Is there anything we can take from this year in terms of predicting or, or planning for next year? Or when it comes to seed pod weevil and, and ligus, is it you know, every year is different? At growers need to get out and scout, and I think that's what hurt some growers on the edge of the cabbage seed pod weevil um, boundaries where they weren't expecting it. It was a new insect for them. So it's getting further north, and it's moving across Saskatchewan as well. So growers that, um, you know, walked in their fields later on and were wondering why all these pods were dying, it was usually from cabbage mm. seed pod weevil, and they were totally blown off their chair. Like, what is this? Yeah. They had not seen it before. It was a new insect, and... Um, growers did not spray. They were not expecting it. So, Keith, has cabbage seed pod weevil moved into your area in a, in a big way, or is it still in, a in southern? In small area? numbers, we used to say, and I'll say 2010, 2012, we used to say that it was Highway 1 South insect. Uh, for a few years, then it was the counties touching the number one. Now we have cabbage seed pod weevil uh, detectable as far north as Lacombe, um, west of the number two highway. Uh, but I, I like to joke and call this the Tim Hortons bug. So, it, it and, and <laughs> my coworkers here are laughing at me, but it's one of the few insect pests. Donuts? <laughs> no, not that it likes donuts. But it's one of the few insect pests where you probably do get a year or two's warning in the coffee shop oh, before yeah, it gotcha. reaches threshold numbers. So I don't expect it to be a threshold from. Olds or Bowden North for okay. for at least a year or two, um, and perhaps with some hard winters, maybe not necessarily quite as adapted to to that area. You may not see the need to spray that insect, but there is a a uh, a circle around Lethbridge that likely gets sprayed each and every year, or on a very consistent basis, because the insect seems to be well adapted there. So, and it's moving well into southwest Saskatchewan as well. And, and I heard reports of Outlook having seed pod weevil, if I recall, and, but that's probably a Tim Hortons situation up there in Outlook. Eh? Well, where you look for, for cabbage seed pod weevil, um, on, any, uh, on any given 
on any given day. The easiest place to find them would be on the first yellow flowering crop. So uh, ideally that would be volunteer canola on the edge of a field or somewhere like that. The first flower that I looked at in my territory had a cabbage seed bud weevil in it, which is kind of like a bad omen. But it was a lonely flower in the middle of a 160-acre field, and I stopped my truck because I wanted to see what was going to find the first canola flower faster than I would. And it was a cabbage seed bud weevil in an area where they shouldn't have been. So it's an easy insect to scout for. It's not necessarily an easy insect to uh, begin to predict or understand how to control it. It's, uh, the threshold numbers are, are what we would call nominal, which, which means a really well-educated guess. Uh, and those thresholds are from 2 to 4 per sweep, so 20 to 40 in 10 sweeps. And we've kind of seen growers adjust those thresholds. If canola is really valuable, they move it down because they don't feel they want to donate to an insect pest outbreak as much on years where perhaps canola is worth a little less or your profit margins might be a little poorer or a little less predictable, they'll move that threshold up a little bit. So the more we deal with these insects, the more we learn about them. But, you know, 20 to 40 cabbage seed pod weevils outside of that traditional area are actually a little bit hard to, f- hard to get up to those numbers. You generally have a year or two lead time from the time where your neighbors talk about it or you find it um, and you have to deal with it. Thank you, Keith, Justine, and Greg for that great laugh. We'll hear more from Greg in episode three of this insect recap for 2015. For more on cabbage seed pod weevil, go to the Canola Watch website at www.canolawatch.org. This has been a Canola Watch podcast. I'm Jay Wetter. <laughs>